welcome back to the TikTok Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Sam. And I'm Joel. We are thrilled to have you back here for another episode. A little background on ourselves before we get started. Both of us have worked in digital marketing for years now and had digital agencies of our own. Mine focused primarily on social media marketing and Joel's more on the PPC side. A while back, we realized before even TikTok really took off that a lot of agencies were just looking at TikTok as an extension of other social platforms. They weren't taking the time to really understand it and figure out how to leverage it to advertise their brand. And it's actually kind of a funny story how we first delve into TikTok. We're actually both creators. We have a comedy group with over a million followers. And through this, we really got a great understanding, dove headfirst into TikTok, and really got to know more than we ever thought about it. And it was at that time we saw, wow, this is really underutilized for brands. And if brands could figure out how to come in here and figure out TikTok, the possibilities are endless. It is way less saturated. And now we solely focus on helping brands navigate TikTok. Yeah, that is right. Sam and I are both huge fans of the platform. We totally practice what we preach. We are on there making videos all the time, growing our following, and are truly passionate about the platform. Uh, we love working with brands. We love working with creators, really anyone that wants to get their feet wet or grow their company utilizing TikTok. We just love helping different people on there. That brings us to our topic today. The biggest reasons we're hearing why people are still afraid to join TikTok and why they're just wrong. We're going to disprove those myths, those different reasons people keep saying that are the reason they're not on the platform and why they got to get on sooner than later. The first one is TikTok is just for kids. It's this platform of people just dancing and doing goofy things. And I can't tell you how many times I hear this from people. And I think that's one of the biggest misrepresentations that I hear. Uh, to this day. Now, to start, why is that there? Well, it's it's not completely coming out of thin air. When TikTok first started, yes, it was primarily a younger demographic. It stemmed from a lip syncing app. And so it was a lot of lip syncing and dancing, but that is just not the case anymore. And if we look at any platform when it first starts, it's always had a younger demographic. They're the hip people. They're the ones, if we look at Facebook and Instagram, when people first started using those, it was younger people. The same is for TikTok. And this really hit home the other day on a client call. And there was somebody that was looking to get into TikTok services with us. And he was saying, yes, I was talking to, this was an older gentleman. And he was saying he was talking to his grandpa, who must have been in his 70s. And he just got off the phone. And he asked how his grandpa was doing. And he said, yeah, I just finished watching TikTok videos. And he had this moment where he realized, wait, my 70-year-old grandpa is watching TikTok videos? Okay, maybe this platform 
isn't just for kids. I was like, yes, exactly. I, I can't tell you how many older people have got on the platform and they're hooked. I usually have to give a warning to any adults before I tell them to get on TikTok because I'm like, yes, you're going to go try it, but be warned, you're, you're going to be addicted because the algorithm figures out what type of content you like and it's going to start showing it to you. And it's not just the dancing content and the goofy content and the stuff that you think is just a waste of time. No, you've got educational content. You've got so much teaching, everything from how to do certain jobs, from you know carpentry to cooking to all sorts of hacks in terms of how to get good deals or even different types of teachers. There's everything and anything in between on the platform right now. Yeah, no, TikTok is truly for everyone. And even just statistic-wise, there are 1.1 billion users on the app. And of those users, almost 25% are above the age of 40. So maybe people aren't saying that they're using TikTok that are your parents, but they're likely starting to to get on there. Our second myth, and I'm really going to go into this one because some of the things you were just saying, I think I might prove you wrong a little bit. Um, I got on TikTok and the first five minutes were all just teenagers dancing. True or false? That's going to last forever. False. And I think a lot of people give TikTok five minutes of time, see some content, and then they're off of it. But tell me why you need to give it a little bit more of a chance, Joel. Okay, so the way that TikTok works is the algorithm allows you to see video content that you are enjoying, that you are liking, and that you are wanting to see. So the longer you're on TikTok, the more content you're going to start seeing that you're really enjoying. Say that you love watching ski videos, you will start seeing a bunch of skiing videos. Once TikTok picks that up, that that's something that you're enjoying, that that's something you like watching, you start following those types of content creators, you will be seeing a ton of ski videos and no more dancing videos. This is true with just about any topic that's out there. I know on mine, I I get tons of art videos. I just love watching the different art projects and TikTok sees that and I'd say... Every fourth video, at least for me, is a different artwork. Yeah, it's it's such a great thing on the platform that it truly can cater to, to any of your likings. And with more content creation on the platform, it just widens the amount of content that is accessible to all of us out there. What type of content you usually get on your free you page? Um, I've been taking a very deep dive into cooking lately. So I've been seeing a lot of cooking videos. It's been giving me ideas for recipes. I've been cooking something new every Friday night for about the past six months. And TikTok always gives me a new idea when I can't think of anything to cook. I just start scrolling back through the TikTok videos that I've liked, and I've got 10 new recipes to try. I I have seen some of those TikTok recipe videos, and I will say they are typically a lot more interesting than anything you're going to find in a cookbook. So No, if if anyone wants to come to my house this Friday night dinner, I'll make them something straight from TikTok. Anything on the menu that's particularly stuck out recently? Well, a couple weeks ago, I made this uh, feta pasta 
where you just take a whole block of feta cheese and bake it in the oven with tomatoes and mix it around with pasta, and it was delicious. Major trend on TikTok. Really fun meal to try, to try out. Yesterday, I saw a waffle. They make a waffle, and then they turn that into a pancake, and then they turn that into French toast. So it's a waffle, pancake, French toast, all in one. Um, definitely going to need to try that at some points. But one thing I think is important to to learn is you're saying, okay, at first when you join TikTok, it's showing you a broad array of content to figure out what do you like. So how does TikTok figure out what type of content you like? And there's a couple ways for this. One of which is it's seeing out of the different types of content it is showing you, which ones are you watching all the way through? So if it's seen every time it shows you a cooking video, you're watching that all the way through or maybe even watching it twice, uh, it's, it makes a note, hey, Joel likes cooking. Let's show him more cooking videos in the future. It's also seeing which videos you are engaging with, which videos that means are you liking, are you commenting on, are you sharing with other people? Because that's another thing that TikTok makes a mark of and says, okay, Joel is engaging with these type of videos. Let's show them more. And TikTok's goal here is to keep you on the platform as for as long as they can. So their goal is to show you the most interesting content to you. And the longer you are on the platform, the better TikTok gets to know you and the more enjoyable content you see. I mean, this, I imagine their goal for the future is they're going to replace a lot of people's time they may spend watching TV and other things. People go on TikTok to enjoy their time and to see this different content. And it's just very special to be able to get on and see just a wide array of things. Now we're going to move into our very last TikTok myth that we're going to try to debunk here. And that is that TikTok is not a place to advertise your business. Sam, what are your thoughts on that? That is a big myth and the biggest thing here is a lot of businesses haven't even given it a try if you remember a long time ago when facebook marketing was new it probably took you a while to realize okay maybe there's something here in this facebook marketing and to to get on it well the same goes for tiktok however if you remember at the beginning of facebook marketing the results you would see are way beyond what you could see today because it was a lot less saturated. Well, welcome to TikTok, where businesses have still been slow to get on it, which has left such a big opportunity for businesses to get on and to do much better for the performance of their campaigns, to be so much more efficient because it's so much more, so much less saturated that you got to get on it. We're seeing clients that are seeing cost per clicks, that are so far below any of their campaigns they've run. They are transferring entire budgets from all the other social platforms entirely to TikTok just because it is such a better use of their funds. Yeah, no, the advertising side can really, really help with any type of business. And the costs are typically just way lower than what people are seeing on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. 
uh, with there just being less people advertising on TikTok, costs are still really, really low. And also for smaller businesses that just want to kind of jump into TikTok and try it out, whether you're a one-person company or a company of 10,000, there is an opportunity for you on the platform. We've seen dentists be successful there. We see lawyers, doctors, we see furniture makers, we see online businesses, e-commerce, really, you name it, there's a niche out there and there's people out there that will want to see your content and you'll have the opportunity to grow your business. Maybe we end this episode by first sharing a fun piece of TikTok news. Mine is kind of a fun one and this might only make sense to people who've been on TikTok for a little bit, but there's this TikTok handle I believe it's the vegan teacher and it's this older woman and she is a vegan but she is very passionate against anybody eating meat but it's to the point where she really goes all out and kind of will be really attacking anybody that's eating meat and it's become kind of this big thing on tiktok just because it's so absurd and out there and it's not kind of the character you'd expect her to play but tiktok recently removed her and I think they got a petition with over 20,000 signatures and they removed her for going against their uh, community guidelines of treating everybody kindly but if you haven't seen her I'm sure you can YouTube it or just type into Google the vegan teacher TikTok it is entertaining to say the least yeah pretty uh I, I've, I've seen some of her videos and she does push some of the limits to, to get her message across uh, and definitely agree. It's worth uh, worthwhile to go to go look up her account or, or what you can still find out there of her account online. Today, I just want to take this moment to highlight a creator that I've, I've really enjoyed seeing their content and just something that's a little different and I think a unique way to use the platform. And that is a creator called Deal Cheats. And her platform is basically showing different products that you can buy online and providing coupons for them and really just introducing you to good ideas of things to buy, whether it's gifts for your significant other, something fun for yourself. Um, But her page is just filled with different items, each one with a coupon, which when we're also working with brands, this could be a really, really attractive place and type of influencer that they might want to work with. So I really like that this creator has utilized the platform to really help all kinds of different small businesses. And her page is just primarily designed to help businesses buy products and help consumers learn about them. And that's going to wrap us up for the TikTok marketing podcast. Uh, hopefully you found our audio today decent. We are testing out recording remotely. Typically we are right next to each other, uh, but we are testing that out today for the first time. Another thing we'd like to say is we've received a number of people reaching out uh, looking for TikTok services that had been listening to our podcast. So one, we'd like to thank everybody that's been listening. It's wonderful to hear that we have people that are interested in the topics that we're sharing. But we're also always interested in new clients. And we specialize in helping you 
grow your TikTok and using TikTok to market your business. And there's a lot of different services that we offer, and we would love to speak to you about it if you're interested. Joel, where can they reach out to us? Yeah, the best way to reach out to us is through our website, and that is tiktok-marketingagency.com. Just hit the contact button, fill out that short form, and uh, let us know how we can help you out. Again, that's tiktok-marketingagency.com. Just fill out that contact form, and we'd love to talk to you about any of your TikTok questions. That's it for today's episode of the TikTok Marketing Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you.